Tim, what are you drinking? What is that? <laughs> are you waiting? What is that? Are you waiting? Well, I thought I knew what it was, but then I you held it up in the light, and now I'm like not sure. What did but, you think it was? Oh, I thought it was wine, but then the way the light like was on it, I was like, it's like it looks kind of like brownish. You've fallen right into my trap. This is, is chocolate milk. <laughs> this is this is chocolate wine. <laughs> No, it's chocolate milk wine. They put chocolate milk in a barrel for a hundred years. <laughs> Do you only, only drink a hundred-year-old wine? Is that how you think all wine is to him? Is that actually? Can you make a hundred-year wine? Is that how they make wine? <laughs> you put chocolate milk in a barrel for a century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grapes are no. just like for show, but it's all about that milk. All about that chocolate. Milk. <laughs> You um, but you have fallen right into my trap. Uh-huh. Actually, I, 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 as I saw myself sipping this in the mirror while we were setting up, or not in the mirror, in the camera, <laughs> um, as I right, did my, well, while I was doing my like um, my self mantras in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, um, I while you were thought, juggling, also your your wine bottles, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. but that's see, Devin, that's where you're dead wrong is when you think that it's wine because it's not wine. <laughs> That's what I, I would, said. I, I would, thought it was, but then I reconsidered. I would never, I would never drink vino while gogging. <laughs> I need to be like, um, completely lucid. Mm-hmm. So what is it? <laughs> Are you gonna spill the beans? Oh, and you've 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 dropped yet another hint. <laughs> is it bean water? <laughs> In a sense, it is, Devin. It's coffee. <laughs> oh it's, wow! It's actually it is iced coffee. Oh. Well, it's not iced. It's just coffee from yesterday that I left in the pot overnight. And then I put it in this glass. And I didn't even think anything about that until I knew that you'd see it. It was a nice glass. Uh. But it does. It speaks. It's a testament to how gross I make my coffee. <laughs> that it's like so cloudy and dark you thought it was wine. <laughs> it truly does look like wine unless you're like holding it in the light. I mean, it's mostly, I would say it's like the the influence of the glass shape because it is like yeah, kind of a wine glass looking yeah. thing is yeah it's a little goblet it's like has a light green tint um it's a this looks goblin-y. like a guinness it looks like i'm drinking guinness <laughs> oh the big mac you're drinking a big mac the big mac of beers yeah <laughs> the big beer mac <laughs> do you think what would it what would the podcast be like if we both drank a guinness during the intro <laughs> like a like one of those like f- big ones like a full, like yeah. I mean, can. honestly, do they make any other size of Guinness? I don't think they sell it in normal cans, do no, they? I mean, it's the Big Mac for a reason. It's big. Yeah, it's not called the normal Though, size Mac. Tim, I think I had a Big Mac for the first time a couple months ago. Really? And I had it, and I was like, "This isn't that big." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "I'm still kind of hungry." <laughs> like, like it wasn't that exciting to be honest you had never had a big mac before then Mm-mm. famously was it that, i, n- I never just... had mcdonald's as a kid really oh my um, god i forgot about that that and was then, like i'd say like middle school slash high school is when i like basically first had mcdonald's yeah and then in the high always... school we had mcdonald's like th- four times a week well yeah and i would get like the like single yeah. Or like the 
Like, well, come on, you were getting a, a double or right? a double, yeah. Like you weren't getting single. Well, you get like multiple singles. That's like because that was that's an Andy crazy. move. No, that's crazy. You get you get multiple double cheeseburgers. They don't even sell a single cheeseburger. They do. Yeah, they're no, they're they're that's a dollar. not on the McDonald's menu. <laughs> the McDouble is a dollar. Listen, take it up with Andy. This is I learned McDollar. it from him. But but yeah, or or the double. But I never got a Big Mac, and then I was like. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, like, like, should try it. <laughs> it's not big. It's not. That's, I don't know why it's called that. It's like, the kind of thing where it's like you you just know it as the Big Mac. You never consider like why is it called that? Well, is like it, it has it like Mac? a form factor that's like oh, like, and like obviously in the pictures it looks big. Um, because like you're eating, well, that's just you're that's just because it's like on a billboard. <laughs> Yeah, that's because it's like printed big. It's not actual size. The sodas aren't also like two hundred gallons, Devin. Well, but you know what I mean. Like the the thing that they show you in the picture and then the thing that you get are like di- like on opposite yeah, ends. That of is one hundred percent diagram. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Venn diagram of the picture of a Big Mac and a Big Mac is just two circles <laughs> next to yeah. each other. Um, it's yeah, but like because like in your head it's like oh but there's like three bun or there's like there's a bun in the middle so of course it's big like yeah and actually a- i think that that bun is what gives it its credit of big mac mm-hmm. because i mean that's pretty remarkable that's big yeah and like it is like cool in the middle <laughs> should we call the cool mac then <laughs> but then yeah yeah it was just like oh this is just like kind of a burger like that's really odd yeah i mean what they do is they take a double cheeseburger Mm -hmm. they put a bun in the middle and they put some lonely island dressing (laughs) (laughs) what's that called (laughs) thousand island (laughs) they put andy samberg's (laughs) signature dressing his signature sauce in there Uh (laughs) Uh, yeah that's all it is it's not big. Yeah, it's just got that like celeb connect. It's, it's got that Andy Samberg yeah. connect. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's this, the Andy we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, uh, have you ever gone up to to like a McDonald's drive thru and been like, "Hey, I'll have the Lorne." <laughs> the Lorne. <laughs> they have to give it to you like with a Lorne Michaels impression. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how to continue that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, so, anyways, I'm no Michael's expert. Listen, I, you know, actually, I was watching, I think, an SNL clip earlier today. If oh. if my memory serves me right, uh-huh. yeah, I'll tell you what. I watched an SNL clip. Oh, what was it? Oh, it was about podcasting, which is ironic. <laughs> And I, I, remember, I was I was thinking to myself like this just isn't very good. Mm-hmm. So you're watching SNL. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think this is a good time to get out Gog's official stance. We should do a season of gameography where where we review every episode of SNL <laughs> of of oh like of all of SNL, not one season of SNL. No, every <laughs> episode of the whole show. No, Devin, would that release, would be We'd release feasible. episodes like at a slower pace than they release SNLs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that's wow, that's actually true. It's still yeah. in the air. Oh man. What if we what if we did one what if we did whatever like the most Norm McDonald season is? Like the night somewhere in the nineties. Yeah, and we review every episode of a season. <laughs> Lornography. Uh, yeah. I feel like the nineties were had some good stuff. Like Yeah, like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> MTV. I meant like with SNL specifically. Oh, yeah. So well, yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, was Adam Sandler there in the 90s? Oh, I think he was. Either or, 90s or 80s, yeah. 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 Also, I just, I like, um, I like like Amy Poehler mm-hmm. era. And mm-hmm. I think that that's classic 90s. 90s. Right? <laughs> I think that is, right? That's like late no, I 90s. I think she's like early 2000s. Early 2000s. No, I, I, for some reason, I feel like I literally read this the other week. <laughs> Amy Poehler. I feel like she's not that, like, I feel like she wasn't even born in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Since 1975 is what Google says. <laughs> um, what, we should, what we should really do is watch, uh, like, the first season of SNL. Like, uh... Oh, wow, with Chevy what, Chase. Yeah, it was, it was at 1975, like... I think so. Yeah. And like where they're all like doing cocaine and stuff. <laughs> so weird. Because also, I bet it's just like in the show. really insane. <laughs> like, I bet like the the like style of. Well, I wonder how much like the style of like comedy yeah, has like, changed. Over was the it years. like unoriginal and unfunny? Like even back then. <laughs> um, I feel like it yeah. could wrap around to being like. It's old for us, so it seems original. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Like- I actually, <laughs> I I have to imagine it's way more kind of like manic and ridiculous and weird. Like mm-hmm. it must be. Yeah. And I bet it's yeah, not like um, not like the new ones. Not um, kind of polished. Because also, was like anyone watching it? So imagine <laughs> they kept they kept making it. It was it, no, no one watched <laughs> it was until a like disaster. Early two thousands, <laughs> thirty years. Lauren just kept on asking for favors from the TV <laughs> network, from the national broadcasting. Is Lauren Center? Is he like? Is it canon that he's a vampire? <laughs> Canonically, yeah. Okay, because like he he like showed up to Hollywood or, or wherever with like enough like power to create his own little empire. Yeah. And he's not been dethroned since then. It actually, yeah, it is actually kind of crazy. It like, how did he just, he's just like, what did he do before that? That's, that's did what I'm saying. Do anything? Like <laughs> he just know. like, he just kind of was like, I'm going to make a really famous show and I'm in charge. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I don't actually have to do anything. Yeah. He just like pulled like an alpha, an alpha move. And he's like, he just showed up at a, like a board meeting. It was like, I'm going to make a really famous show. Mm-hmm. Give me a million dollars. Yeah. Lauren Michaels is the perfect case study of the alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you, what are you looking at, Tim? Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm just scrolling through Amy Poehler's Wikipedia page. <laughs> 
Also, I pulled a classic my mom move. I pulled a classic my mom move Mm -hmm. where I argued something and then I said, I'm going to look it up. And then I figured out I was wrong. So I didn't say anything (laughs) because she joined in 2001. So I was barely wrong. Yeah. And I, but I was right. Is what you're saying. You were barely <laughs> right. If I was barely wrong and you agreed to I that. I said early 2000s. What part of 2001 is not <laughs> early? <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, well. <laughs> what part of the late 90s wasn't the early 2000s, though, honestly? That is a In good what point. way was it not? There is that, like, like we're, we're in 2022, but we're still in the 2010s. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, there's that weird, like, I do not feel like that's true at all. <laughs> well, I don't know about now, but like, I feel when <laughs> 2019. Like, no, but like, yeah, we you, were if in you 2019. Like watch like early 90s stuff. It feels like 80s stuff. Yeah, like if you watch Twin Peaks, like it feels like it's it's like an 80s thing, and like aesthetic to me. But it's maybe, 90, but it's 80s, or but it's yeah, but it's 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I agree. And if with you watch like early two thousand stuff, like it still has like kind of a nineties feel. That is true. Yeah, the I mean, no, the early two thousands was the nineties. <laughs> um, well, but see, it's now like you're okay. just trying to still win that argument. About what was two thousand? <laughs> I accept my defeat. I'm now. I'm starting a whole new argument. I'm going to lose. Um, what was two thousands? That was like two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's when it ended. From 2005 to 2006. Like, 2000s was like Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like... It was... Of like the biggest like... Yeah, like the most defining <laughs> parts of culture. <laughs> yeah, but like everyone would would recognize as 2000s. Um, like, I don't know, like Baby Mama. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, would you say Your Mama jokes are 2000s? Oh, actually, yeah. I mean, like, they were there in the 90s, too, but I think they were big in the 2000s, so. Yeah, you know, I think the Yo Mama jokes were actually a 90s thing, but they, they it was like, but you they know. like crossed over. Because, listen, you might, you might know a little bit about video games. That's what this podcast is actually about. 90s was the arcade era <laughs> of Yo Mama jokes where they weren't, they weren't consumer- uh, available, you know, they weren't something you had, you had in your them. home. Yeah, <laughs> it was on television. You know, maybe some rap battles. You'd hear a Yo Mama joke, but in the two thousands is when everyone could go and get their own Yo Mama joke. Mm-hmm. That's when. Well, that's you know, when it was like, it wasn't on like weird channels. It was on like the History Channel. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was like and a it was Yo like, Mama show. I do have a distinct memory of history watching of his, the history of Yo Mama. A in the mid two thousands of watching a Yo Mama like battle on TV. That's a real on the History thing. Channel. I don't know what channel it was. I don't think it was the History Channel. Um, I actually feel like I saw that one. It might have been on. <laughs> we probably saw the same thing. <laughs> I think I I th- I honestly do think I saw one of those two. Though. Yeah, and I remember being as baffled then that it, that was a thing on TV as I am now saying it. Like, That's really funny. No, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> why wouldn't why wouldn't that be on television? I mean, yeah. There are, there are so many things Like when you consider television. what television actually is, 
like it makes perfect sense where like television is what do you mean like at that point where it's just like a thousand channels and like there needs to be like stuff on all of them at all times <laughs> like of yeah. course yeah there'd be like yo mama shows there'd be a whole we need something yo on mama here cinematic well, universe but like <laughs> <laughs> yo um the 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 ymco the YMCAU? The Y the YMCAU. Wait, no, the YMCACU. The YMCA Cinematic Universe. Okay. That's the I cinematic think, universe us- in which the village people reside. Let me finish. <laughs> I was just gonna say I think us making a like a uh, cinematic universe joke is on our like gameography bingo card. <laughs> so if you had that one, you can mark that off oh i was actually i was trying to remember what you what the game was that we that people play at home when they like (laughs) when they when they observe the things that we characteristically do Uh so i was thinking about how i i I was thinking to myself about um a little video game called system shock i was thinking i didn't read the manual i wonder if i was (laughs) gonna bring that up uh i i i wasn't gonna bring it up but uh breath of the wild would be another one um, what? Yeah, I didn't read the manual for Breath of the Wild. If that's what you're saying. No, I'm saying just us bringing up Breath of the Wild, or us talking about like. Uh, put well, it... we didn't. We didn't bring it up until you did. Why not? I'm just... just now. Okay, I thought you were asking what were. Other don't things. don't ruin their bingo cards. Don't give them. <laughs> well, that doesn't count. They know. They um. Know okay. Well. Okay. So. Th- okay. Okay. Then you can bring it up then, <laughs> because right now this is off limits for your bingo. Don't. Put these so things we're about to, to send in your bingo card. Keep going, or but do what you want, else? Would you like to move. But on? what else is in the bingo card? Um, I think. Um, well, now I've lost. I had an. I had the next thing, but I. I was like, oh, Tim doesn't want to hear this, so I'm gonna forget. I want to hear it, Devin. <laughs> Don't be coy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I want to hear it. Um. Oh, um, uh, I was talking about like one of the like game like creators that we're talking about being a playable character in Smash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah i think i think war honestly war inspector should be a playable character in smash jug church i don't think so but war inspector um uh-huh. um oh i i had one i just know but i already forgot it they're gonna bring back oh oh i feel like it's for that I feel like it's the first time or no no wait sorry it's one of the bingo cards is we say that this was the first time in a game that this happened, uh-huh, uh-huh. but then we don't really know for sure. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I think so. And then and then we'll like think of something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to happen in this episode. That's foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, I feel like, listen, it, it's a developing bingo card. <laughs> it's Maybe it's not even a winnable bingo card yet. Um, I think it's safe to say that all players are are losers for sure of our bingo card game. <laughs> if you're playing our bingo card game, yeah, you honestly are a loser. Sorry, Katie. Uh, yeah. Shout out to our number one listener, Katie. <laughs> By the way, yeah. Um, I think if you say "dear listener," if one of us says "dear listener," mm-hmm. yeah. Also, if. <laughs> If we say, like, welcome to gamography, like, 30 minutes into the show or something like that, 
then I think that that one counts. That counts as well. Yeah. It's weird how we always are just saying that over and over again throughout the episode. <laughs> how far are we into it now? We should do 20 more. Oh, God, we're already 20 <laughs> we're minutes We're 20 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> 10 more minutes and we could get them one more bingo card mm-hmm. or thing. Are they cards? No, bingo spot. Bingo mark. <laughs> bingo stamp. Have you ever played bingo, Jim? I actually have, yeah. Have you? Never heard of it. I actually, no joke, Devin. Mm-hmm. I could talk about this for 10 minutes. <laughs> I played bingo uh-huh. with my grandparents uh-huh. in like a real bingo facility. <laughs> like they, <laughs> like you got into a vehicle and were transported to a specific location that's only reserved for bingo. Yeah, blindfolded. They They took the little stamps and they... Did it on my eyes to keep them shut. They use stamps. Have you ever played bingo? Like, do you do you even know what bingo is? Yeah, yeah like you, you didn't, have. You didn't like mark it with your pen. Wait, when you say no. stamp, <laughs> no, you don't. What, like a ballpoint pen? <laughs> I don't know any kind of Devin, pen you got. You really do not Pencil? have a finger on the pulse of the elderly community <laughs> like I do. The Bingo weapon of choice is, I mean, maybe it's not called a stamp, but that's what it is. Is it's like, it's kind of like a big marker. It's like a marker mm-hmm. with a, yeah, no, picture a marker, <laughs> like that you'd use for marker marking. <laughs> and and imagine that the felt tip is the size of a bingo square, like um, the size of a quarter. And it's yeah. round and you, <laughs> yeah, and no, it's I, soft. I understand. And so you, you push it down and uh-huh. you use it like a stamp. But you could use it as a marker, theoretically. Like you can draw with it? No, I don't think you're supposed to, but I think theoretically it'd be like physically possible. And is it like a pattern? No, it's a big circle. Oh. Well, that's not... Because, okay, because... When you said stamp, I was picturing like like a postage stamp. Like you had like a bunch of stickers. It's an an expensive game. (laughs) You use real postage stamps. You have to peel it off, put it on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all part of the competition. And then you mail it if you win. Yeah, you have to mail it in. Yeah. And then you like get your like your winnings back in stamps. Like you yeah, win, it's really like, it's actually $10. it was created by the post office. <laughs> it's all a big um yeah. like publicity scheme. It's, yeah. it's kind of like McDonald's monopoly to bring us back to where we started. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it on the bingo board if we end our intro on the subject that started it? Because I feel like that does not happen less than once <laughs> in the in the history. Wait, that does humanity. not happen less than <laughs> once. <laughs> like it's happened before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll is the- one of the bingo cards if I say something that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like that? Well, I think I feel like that's too easy. That's like that's like the free one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just go ahead and mark it off. Like you know it's gonna happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the the middle one mm-hmm. is like Tim says something that uh is completely incomprehensible <laughs> and he realizes it as he's saying it. Slash uh-huh. Devin says Um so <laughs> 
how is how is the um like clicking of the lips like written out on the card like the <laughs> how's that marked <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> shall we? Shall we begin? <laughs> That's. I'm gonna put the music in so that it, after the music stops, you go okay. So, <laughs> oh man, oh. honestly, just I don't like. We shouldn't have done a 20 minute intro because, like, system shock. Mm-hmm. Wow, we do have a lot to talk about. Uh, <sighs> system shock is a. Uh, 1994, the year after Doom, I want to say. That sounds right. Yeah, it's the follow-up to the Ultima Underworld, like, series. Um, Yeah, and, okay, this was so mind-blowing to me. uh I I don't know, maybe maybe you told me this, or on the pod you said it, and I forgot. Mm -hmm. But I was looking it up last night, and I I realized it's like, it is just the... And here's what it is, (laughs) Kevin. Here's what it is. Uh-huh. Origin Studio, or is it Origin something? Origin Studios? Systems. Origin Systems. They made Ultima Underworld 1 and Ultima Underworld 2. Mm-hmm. They made several fantasy um, immersive sims. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a whole thing. That's going to be a whole chapter of this podcast is that <laughs> term. And then... They got bored of make well. They, this isn't accurate, okay? But they they, they well, it is accurate, of, but it's yeah. not what it's not what I'm talking about though. It's mm-hmm. not what I not doesn't it doesn't uh, match the point I'm making. Okay. And then they switched to like a cyberpunk mm-hmm. shooter, mm-hmm. much like <laughs> the subject uh-huh. of this season, Tude Howard. Uh huh. I, I was going to bring this up too, because like I hadn't thought about that either, but like. Because, like, how Elder Scrolls started was basically, like, not a ripoff, but, like, <laughs> it was, like, they took, like, a lot of the same, like, a lot of ideas from Ultima Underworld and then, like, kind of yeah. did their own, like, thing on it. Uh, yeah. And then I was thinking, like, Fallout 3 probably would not have happened in the way it did, for sure, like, without this game, I'm going to say. Yeah. Because I mean, syst- System Shock leads to System Shock Two. Mm-hmm. Inter- I mean, <laughs> both both literally, and then like the in the like in the the like um, family tree of video games, mm-hmm. which leads to Bioshock or no, which leads to Deus Ex, which mm-hmm. leads to Bioshock. Which I think could you could you say that Bioshock in a lot of way leads to Fallout Three and forward? Um, no, because <laughs> okay. Fallout Three and Bioshock came out the same year. Oh, really? But I think well then the could you say that they both you could say yeah so yeah. they it's not that it in the tree it diverges to the two but they both come off of Deus Ex yeah well I mean among other things mm-hmm. but yeah yeah because like I feel like well it's like how I was thinking about this was like because how it's um like obviously we just did like uh, a year's worth of episodes on Doom. <laughs> And <laughs> and also like at the time when Sy- when System Shock came out, it was like very heavily compared to Doom. Like for kind of obvious reasons. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I thought about Doom a lot when I was playing this. Yeah, There's well, I mean, more and more than even superficially. Yeah, but also like, I feel like it was kind of unavoidable just because Doom was like the like, just yeah. like the biggest thing at the time. Like, yeah, um, it's like any like open world game getting compared to like GTA, basically, like in the two yeah. thousands or something yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. But like, but there is, there's like a, um, there's definitely a, I mean, one like visually, it is like the exact same like sort of like technical style of like the like images that are floating in the 3D space, and you're like, it's like a PC shooter. But <laughs> I think, I think that there is something very distinctly like, almost like the game kind of jokes around with you in a similar way uh-huh. to Doom. Like the way, like, I mean, literally, like, just like the little secret doors, the little things that, mm-hmm. like, um, little, like, tricks that you do, and you're like, I, I can't believe that that actually worked. Just stuff like that kind of feels like. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but, like, and then, like, kind of one difference in that, because I think they do have both have that, like, where, like, you feel like the game is, like, kind of, like, messing with you, mm-hmm. or, like, that, you know, that kind of, like, playfulness, but, like, uh, one interesting thing is like in Doom, it's just that's just kind of like it's so like gamey, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is like a game. <laughs> like, of course, there's like, <laughs> and then, like when you find yeah. something, a little thing that pops up like secret found and stuff like that. But yeah, like in yeah. System Shock, like everything in the game, it like everything, including like all that stuff, is like part of like the like the fictional like world essentially like when stuff is like met like getting messed with it's often because like shodan the like ai that you're facing off against basically (laughs) throughout the game Mm -hmm. like is like doing it like she'll like come on like uh like like and talk to you and be like oh you're trying to do that like i'm gonna like like lock those doors or whatever and then like yeah. you can't you can't go that way anymore and you have to like go try and do something else yeah. um but it's like that's like it's like a similar thing to like what would happen in doom but like it's actually like the game is literally just like telling you <laughs> it's like literally talking to you because it's like yeah part of the yeah. like the narrative which is interesting that is interesting yeah um I also just wanted to say, Devin, like, um, I guess I can't think of what it's like, but doing this season mm-hmm. where you basically designed the whole track list of the season, <laughs> mm-hmm. like you came up with what games we're going to be covering, it's like, uh, what's a movie where it's like 45 in, minutes into the movie, you're like, what do all these things have in common? And then it becomes clear that everything is related in a beautiful, perfect way. <laughs> Can you think of an example of that? Of a movie like that, or like a t- I don't know. There's some. There's a, it's a feeling mm-hmm. that I felt in other media. Yeah, I know what you're you talking know? about. Um, that's what this season <laughs> has felt like. Where I'm like, everything like is connected so perfectly to lead to Todd Howard. <laughs> but I mean, also just in the yeah. in the general history of mm-hmm. PC gaming, mm-hmm. like it's like yeah. for the for the like for the system of gaming that has like the most titles. It's amazing how kind of concisely you can tell it's history in a certain way. Like well, where it's like yeah, we're all also these like, tell, like 
telling like a certain like strand of that history. I would say, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You're that's probably what it is, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like it all like all these. I just love how clearly inspired by mm-hmm. each other all of these games are, and how they just like follow such a path of like um, iteration and like yeah. kind of, like taking ideas. Well, so what I was gonna say, what I was like leading up to was like, it, like Doom. I feel like is like um <laughs> I like we talked about it of them being like like of uh the the two Johns being like the like Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Doom was kind of like Beatlesy and like System Shock I feel like is more like uh like I don't really know them that well, but just from like m- like what people say is like like the Velvet Underground or something, like some like really indie <laughs> band that was like super influential but like nobody would like really listen to at the time you know oh that's funny yeah <laughs> because like i feel like um like doom was obviously way more popular at the time um but like the style of game like if you look at like modern games like system shock is way more like close to what modern games became than Doom. Like Doom, yeah, is like yeah, like kind of representative of like that. Like I don't know, like five or six years, I would say, of like PC shooters. But then like not even just like PC games or like shooters, but just like most like big games. I feel like are much closer to System Shock, where they're like really trying to be like immersive and like Mm -hmm. and like to have like a cohesive like story and stuff and like um i don't know be like more like more like tied to like that whole thing of like what's like the like the tone and like vibe versus just like Mm, yeah yeah we're making like a like, it's just, like, fun to, like, shoot stuff, <laughs> which I feel like is, like, yeah. the main thing with Doom. Like, yeah. obviously there is, like, like vibes and stuff in Doom. Like Yeah, I mean, it, but... it like, Doom has an incredibly cohesive tone mm-hmm. and, like, is artistically brilliant in so many ways yeah. beyond, like, its funness as a game. But for sure, although System Shock isn't pretentious at all, yeah. it takes itself a lot more seriously. Mm-hmm. Well... While still being like kind of like fun and like yeah. uh, playful, like we were saying, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like Doom is like a it's it's like closer to an arcade game, yeah, for like sure. it's yeah, it's very much a game, whereas like, uh-huh. uh, well, like down System to like, Shock. yeah, like where like you complete a level in Doom and then it like tells you like how long you took and like, yeah, and, like how yeah. many things like you didn't find and stuff, like <laughs> how many, yeah. like what percent of the enemies you killed and all that, like. Where, like, mm-hmm. they clearly had, like, an idea of, like, you're going to, like, play through, like, these levels, like, multiple times, maybe, to, like, try and, like, find everything or whatever. Or, like, like mm-hmm. beat the par time and stuff. But, like, there's yeah. like there's no, like, level breaks or, like, anything in System Shock. It's all, like, completely... Uh, yeah. Like, you never leave, like, your first-person viewpoint of your character. Yeah, as you were saying that, I realized that. I was like, oh, yeah, you, at no point mm-hmm. does it ever stop. It's like one, it's like a, a film where it just has like a full <laughs> yeah, start to finish Birdman. story. 
It's Birdman. It's one it's shot. One <laughs> Although I do, I do love. I don't. I don't imagine this was really, really intentional. Uh-huh. But I love how you're going through the levels of the sh- of the like station, yeah. and they're called levels. Uh-huh. And so they yeah. are the levels, but they're not like levels. Yeah. And also, like, like you don't like it's mostly linear, but there are like sections where like you can go to like multiple different levels at a time. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. kind of and you like have to yeah, at certain yeah, points, yeah. you know, go back. Yeah. It also I I watched this one. There's if you Google system or if you Google system talk on YouTube, <laughs> uh-huh. if you look up system talk, there's like mainly like just one or two videos that are like kind of like like actually talking about it. Yeah. Like it's and, and one of them is this really long one that was really good. Um not gonna tell you who <laughs> made it. Just look it up on YouTube. It's the first one, it's really good. Um and he he calls it a like a Metroidvania. Mm. And I feel like it's kind of, you know, as I'm as I'm thinking about it, I don't think that's actually. Yeah, that I don't accurate. feel like that's but like, not really that either. In certain ways, there are I think certain it is, you're kind of going yeah. back, mm-hmm. and also just the fact that you're like just exploring constantly over like a big open area, and you are getting like <laughs> like upgrades <clears throat> that are. It is kind of like that, like a Metroidvania in that sense, where you're just getting like new like equipment. And kind of that's how mm-hmm. it's like changing the gameplay. Like you get like the like rocket boots at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. You get you get the rear view camera, <laughs> <laughs> which I never use. Yeah, uh, me either. Yeah, but like, and same thing with all that stuff. Like all of that is like the interface for the game is insane because <laughs> it's yeah. like trying to show you like everything and also like contain everything within your like like what your character's like vision would be essentially yeah. or like yeah, yeah. and, and it, you know people it's like when you if you watch like videos and read like post blog posts and stuff about this game everyone says like okay first things first the controls are horrible or whatever <laughs> And actually, I after watching, uh, there's a after like learning about the kind of like reporting of it mm-hmm. to PC. You know, yeah. it's like they did do a couple of things that probably made yeah. it playable. I think it the way was, it is now. but honestly, yeah, yeah. it was like, more it was similar like, to like when we play Ultimate Underworld. I think, yeah, where it was like you like because you like, didn't you you couldn't look around with a mouse. Yeah, it was like, like where you like drag alone. around with your mouse to like to yeah. like go forward and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and, like, yeah. I'm sure it was, like, fine at the time. Because also you have to remember, like, Doom didn't have, like, Mouse Lick either yeah. when it came out yeah. first. So it's like, you would have, yeah. like, you wouldn't have been disappointed. But yeah. also, I think it's, like, it is just, like, overwhelming <laughs> when you first yeah, start. Yeah, the, 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 when you turn it on, yeah. and it's, I mean, because, like, when I first, like, I didn't. I didn't do any research about it when I first started it, and so I turned the game on. I'm like, "Oh, cool, money!" And then it's just like, "Okay, well, the intro mm-hmm. plays, which, is, which is like one of the greatest pieces of cinema in <laughs> like the last hundred years." But like, it's just like, bam! There's like this crazy cyberpunk music. You have <laughs> everything on screen, and it doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> it's amazing, and I do. Yeah, it is overwhelming. Yeah, but like, like so, you have the like the waves in the top uh-huh, left corner. Yeah. And like your health is, and stuff is all like, and like the mini map and like ev- everything that's like part of the interface basically mm-hmm. is always like you, on screen. 
and you have like three menus at mm-hmm. three little screens at the bottom that have like what it's like your ammo on the left and then items and then the map. But mm-hmm. as you open up documents and move items around, they change around. Well, and yeah, you can you, eventually, I realized you can control mm-hmm, it, but it's like, yeah. it'll like, it'll like just like swap them as you do things. If you do like yeah. multiple things, like different things in different orders. Yeah. And it's, it's like truly beautifully disorienting. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And like, I guess also from a fiction perspective, cause like what happens at the beginning of the game or like in that, in that like intro cinematic is like mm-hmm. you're you're this hacker <laughs> hacking yeah. into this like corporation uh and they, but you get like caught and then seemingly like within seconds they have like a SWAT team <laughs> break down <laughs> your door and and take you up to the like uh citadel station i think is what it's called yeah and it's like this yeah. like mining slash I don't know research like. Yeah, I guess this, like, it is from this corporation. It's like a, it's a big mining. Yeah, because it's like station. supposed to be mining like like. But some there is the whole research or something. But, yeah. yeah, but then yeah, there is. But you're like, right. A it, like, everyone's doing research, research on yeah. there. Yeah, why? And they're like they're creating like diseases. What? <laughs> yeah, why are they? Why is that happening far away in space? Yeah, it just feels. Just do that at home. <laughs> Well, maybe it's the kind of thing of like, well, if it goes wrong, then it's not it's yeah. not on Earth. Yeah, if it goes wrong, nothing bad could happen, <laughs> yeah. as we see in the but, game. But this uh, one of the uh, executives of the corporation who is like trying to um, like do like illegal like genetic research or something like that. Um mm-hmm hires you like says like hey well like we'll forget about you hacking if like you hack into shodan the ai that like runs the citadel station to turn off her ethical constraints so that it will allow him to do like his research and then of course that awakens the ai into <laughs> oh. becoming and then shodan yeah. becomes the single coolest evil ai yeah. in any like in any <laughs> sci-fi i've ever seen in my life yeah like when did, oh when it's uh Space Odyssey. Wait, does Space Odyssey have like a As does Hal? the AI talk? Yeah. Does yeah. Hal talk? Like, Hal's evil? Um Oh, oh yeah, I guess that was yeah. way before yeah. System Shock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but don't what what is the guy's name in, in that? Sp- space. <laughs> don't kill me, spaceman. I just remember that part. <laughs> Where he's like He's like going in to like unplug Hal or whatever. And it's like, don't kill me. <laughs> it's very Yeah, crazy. you actually make me realize I've forgotten everything about that movie except for the uh like the, the cool baby. sequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything leading up to the baby. <laughs> I need to watch that again. Yeah. And the monkeys in the beginning, of course. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. You don't even have to have watched um, but, the movie for that to somehow be in your like consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Shodan is like legitimately scarier mm-hmm. and like just the writing of her lines alone. Wait, is it a she? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, at one point, one of them says he, and I feel like it was like. Yeah, I don't know. It's a female voice for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, but, it's um, an AI, like, so. <laughs> 
God, like when when she said, just like the little thing she says, she's like, God, a title I would fit or whatever. What, what is it? <laughs> yeah, when she describes you and like the other like humans as ants all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also like, yeah, like the writing's really good. And then also just like the effects that they put on her yeah. voice and like the like glitch stuff, like is mm-hmm. it still sounds so good. It's yeah, it's like like as good or better than anything you would find in anything now. Yeah, yeah. Like just the uh, the like sound quality and editing and stuff. And I mean, I feel like the the voice acting in the whole game isn't like stupendous, but she does a great job. Yeah, she does a great job. Like so do you did you read about like the music slash like sound department for this game? Um cuz they just uh yes. Where like they um like they just like went to like a show or something of this band of the band tribe and we're like hey like mm-hmm. do you want to like do the music for our game and they oh, I didn't realize it was at a show they just asked the bassist <laughs> at a show I think it was like after a show or something that's what wow, I read wow that's funny yeah but like uh not not live while they were playing <laughs> yeah they just got up on stage but like so I don't know if one of but one of the members I don't know if it's like it was their singer or what but one of the members is Shodan like does the voice of Shodan. Oh really? Yeah. Oh I didn't realize that. Oh wow. And like so it's not even a professional voice actor It's just Yeah, no none of the, them like, are cuz then the all the rest of the characters are literally just like either like the programmers or like their oh. friends and stuff like uh Edward Diego who's the uh like corrupt executive guy who yeah, uh, yeah. he is just like one of the writers voiced him. Mm. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, and like that makes you can tell because like it is like yeah, it is pretty like it's never like that bad, but it's like you can yeah. tell that they're not like voice actors, which is yeah. which makes it kind of like like it makes it seem kind of like a like an eighties like B movie or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's that like, like style almost. Yeah, and because it, it, it's yeah, it's not no no none of none of the actors other than Shodan should would, would qualify for like an like an award for voice acting, mm-hmm. but it at no point does it really like take anything away from the experience. Yeah, you know. Also, this was like in a time when like there wasn't really voice acting in games <laughs> like yeah. at all. Yeah. Basically, like like this was still like on the console side, like. The N sixty, I mean, the N sixty four didn't have obviously much voice acting, but like this was before that. Yeah, I think the PlayStation yeah. would have come out the same year, so like voice acting would have maybe started there, but probably not much. I would guess. And I'm yeah. sure it was bad <laughs> whenever it was there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're right. When you when you can consider the time it came out, and it actually it's all remarkable, even beyond <laughs> showdown. Like, yeah. Um, but I was, what I was gonna say, or what, like to the point of being like disoriented when you start, because like mm-hmm. what happens then is, uh, after you hack Shodan, then he's like, okay, I'll give you this, um, like these military implants or something, like these cybernetic implants, mm-hmm, and so that's mm-hmm. like that's like why you have all that, like overlay and stuff, yeah, uh, yeah. and like you like 
get the you like have surgery and then you have to like be in like you have to like sleep or whatever you're like you're like in a coma essentially for like yeah months. for like months and that's like when like half a year close to a yeah, year yeah that's like, like when that. all of like the whole state like everyone yeah. dies essentially and like everything goes to shit yeah. so like it kind of makes sense that when you wake up you would be like completely disoriented <laughs> like i didn't actually think about that yeah because yeah, it's the first time your character is seeing uh-huh. their new yeah like and like like they're like, in a new body almost kind of like yeah um so that's interesting but like yeah i don't know just and you get all of these you pick up all these like different little like add-ons like the the flashlight <laughs> uh and the mm. and the camera and stuff um and it's just like cool that those are all like com- like i don't know they're just all like hooked on to like i don't know they all just like kind of work in the same way where you just like you just turn them on and you can yeah. turn them off and like they they drain your like power supply um but again, it's, it's never, like, anything that crazy, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. 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 It all, yeah. It's like all the upgrades work within, like, the fiction of the game, kind of. Yeah. And work kind of, like, um. Yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. Like the rear view camera. Which I had never used. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would really want that. You want to talk about, like, I guess, like, how they, or, like, what they were thinking from transitioning from, like, Ultima Underworld to this, like, kind of game? Because there's a couple different things. Like, on the, like, more, I guess they're all kind of gameplay things, but, like, they wanted to, or, so, like, Doug Church, who was, like, the main programmer on the Ultima Underworld, Ultima Underworld games, uh... He all he like was the main programmer for System Shock 2, I think, but he was also like the director of the game. And it was kind of yeah. like his like project. And Yeah, I read somewhere that like didn't like Spectre or Nurath say like he like he was the real yeah. like creative vision or what was his vision? Yeah, yeah. But in, is it is it those three guys that kind of made all three of the games, like System Shock and then the two Ultima Underworlds? Like Yeah. Uh, Warren Spectre, Doug Church and Dave Nerath? Paul Nerath. Is that his name? Paul Nerath. Yeah. yeah, Paul Nerath was like the he was the I mean, he's like the head of the company. Um, oh, okay. and he was like the head of the at least the first Ultima Underworld. I don't know about the second one. Cuz then I think he was like just kind of they had like multiple games they were working on at this point, so I think he was just kind of like managing all of them. But mm-hmm. um Yeah, it seems like Doug Church was kind of like the, like he had like the idea and then of course it was like collaborative after that but like what he was one of the things he was like reacting against was like he didn't like how like in Ultima Underworld and like other like RPGs it was like you would like do something and then there would be like a behind the scenes like roll of the dice essentially to see if like it worked. And he was like, 
Oh, interesting. And he was like, well, that, that like works and is like fun in like when you're actually using dice, like if you're actually like using like yeah. a tabletop role playing game. But like yeah. it doesn't really make sense if like you're playing um, like on a computer and like you don't see all those like things. Yeah, because the roll of the dice, I think, simulates very well the like, like in in a game like ta- in like Dun- Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, or like a tabletop game where like you, the it's like abstract yeah. the actual way that something happens. Yeah. You say I'm an attack, yeah. and then you don't see it. Yeah. But when you see it, and then you hit, and you've stricken the person, yeah. and then nothing happens. Because yeah. that I feel like I remember that in Ultima Underworld. Where, did you say that they changed? They thought of changing that after that, or? This was after that, yeah. That he that he says this, yeah. But like, okay, Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that was happening in Ultima Underworld. That definitely happens in Elder Scrolls, like up into Oblivion. I think that's how it works. Yeah, Um, that's what every. I I haven't played Merowind yet, but everyone says like that's one of the most frustrating parts (laughs) of Merowind. Yeah, it's when you're attacking someone and it just misses. Yeah, Um, and. The other like big thing was he didn't want to do like dialogue trees and like talk like talking to people systems because he yeah. felt like that just like kind of like slowed things down and like wasn't it wasn't that fun I guess yeah um, yeah okay and so I read that quote and he yeah. said that or I think he mentioned I've seen I feel like I read that so many times when I was reading about this and. He was saying that like it broke the realism of the game, and at first I didn't know what he meant by that. But is it that he means the way that in like Ultima Underworld, how you you have the same conversation ten times so that you can read everything? Um, is that what how you interpreted that? Yeah, maybe. I think like that's probably part of it. I feel like also maybe it's like that you can't. Like, one of the things they talked about for Ultima Underworld 2 is, like, I guess in that game, it was, like, you had, like, a, there was, like, a hub system where, like, you, like, had, like, a a place and then you would go to, like, different, like, areas off of that. Kind of like Mario, like a Mario castle or whatever. Oh, okay, And, like, so you could go back there and, like, talk to people there. I think maybe... Part of it was that, like, they probably had the, like, ambition or, like, thought of, like, oh, they should, like, be, like, like, if you go, like, to this area and then come back, they should, like, be able to, like, respond to that. But, like, that's, like, that it just starts getting yeah. so complicated of, like, yeah, if you do X, then, like, they have to respond to that. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Yeah. Like, it just kind of keeps like cascading, you know. So like, if you yeah, that's funny. Yeah, if you like just don't have any of that, then that like you can you can make it as like immersive, but not have like those that many like variables like in the mix. I guess. Yeah, that's di- that's very distinctly one of the like. That's one of those things that I think we just take for granted, like in a in video game dialogue, where it's like, yeah, they're not gonna, they're <laughs> not, they're gonna be completely unrealistic in the way they don't respond yeah. to anything that happens 
And you just you're just like, yeah, of course it would. Yeah. And then like <laughs> in 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 Hollow Knight, there's moments where the characters do respond to mm-hmm. things, and it always like catches me so off guard because <laughs> even yeah. in like a modern game, you I feel like you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. But but they were able to completely avoid that problem. When I feel like that's they, Devin. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was just gonna say I feel like th- this is one of the areas where like their design design philosophy like forks from like the Elder Scrolls kind of design where like in Todd Howard games it's like how many people can we get for you to talk to <laughs> like there needs to be infinite <laughs> yeah. people for you to talk to <laughs> yeah. and like it they're like mild they're like reactive enough I would say by at least Skyrim like yeah like, they'll react when you do certain things for sure yeah. Um, it's not yeah it's it's not ri- like ridiculously uh unreactive yeah. or like totally like um but i guess like another another way they get around that is like most characters like you're not you don't really have a reason to go talk to like a, like there, there's not a lot of characters that are like you're gonna keep going and talking to them like you're gonna talk to them like once or twice and then probably never talk mm-hmm. to them again. So it doesn't really matter yeah. <laughs> what you do after that. And if you talk to them again, they're probably just not going to say anything to you. They're going to be like, be like, good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I must be going now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so for this, they were like, well, we could just have everyone be dead. That like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no one to meet. Um, and so... Uh yeah they so the one of the writers uh Austin Grossman says he took influence from uh the Spoon River anthology. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> um, which is did you read what that was? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I read, oh I read yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a nineteen. I actually like, read a little twenty. I read a little bit of the anthology today. Too. Oh nice, I read the like. So I beat the you. first poem that was on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, um, yeah, but I didn't read any more than that. But it seems like cool. Like I would be, I would like to read it. Yeah. Also, if you look up the PDF, there's like a perfect PDF of it. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so probably like in the public domain. Um, oh yeah, because it was like, like 1920 something, nine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Even like maybe early. Was it like I thought 19, it was 19 like, like 12, 16, like. But it's about I like I don't, I don't have the Wikipedia like, open anymore. It's like about a small town where like each poem is is like a speech from a dead person in that town mm-hmm. and then like and they all like kind of like start like overlapping where like you can see like like this character is like related to this other character mm-hmm. in like different ways and stuff like that and you and they give like the same not necessarily like story but they give like they give different perspectives mm-hmm. of the same like things which like gives you a complete version of the story and you know yeah. reflecting got, what like, they don't yeah, I got, what they do and don't know i got the sense that some of it was like you'll hear about like similar events from like like from like a poor person's perspective versus like a, a rich person's perspective or something oh like that, yeah maybe. yeah um, and there's an example on the Wikipedia page. It's like, uh, like a, a 
it's like a rich man says that he owes all of his success to his parents, yeah. and then in his mother's confession, she's she confesses that like he was a her illegitimate child, and she's been filled with shame her whole life or something. Yeah, I, or, yeah, it's either that or I thought it was like then you get a poem from somebody who like was like actually his mom, but he didn't know because he is like an illegitimate oh, child. Oh, really? She was like sad that he didn't know or something like that. <laughs> Oh, okay. it's one of those two. I didn't actually read that. I didn't those read the poems, poem so I just yeah. I just saw that on the. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I also um, I just there's a on the Wikipedia page that was really funny. They have reviews from Ezra Pound and Carl Sandburg, mm-hmm. and it just made me laugh so hard because the review. So Ezra Pound's review is at last, at last, America has discovered a poet. Mm-hmm. And Carl Sandburg says, once in a while, a man comes along who writes a book that has his own heartbeats in it. The, the people who look at, whose faces look out from the pages of this book are of life itself. And I'm just like, I love how when poets write like, like non-poetry, they just can't stop <laughs> doing it. Like they can't just stop being Ezra Pound and Carl Sandburg. Uh-huh. It just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like that like rung very true to me of like, whenever you read something mm-hmm. that a poet writes... That isn't poetry. They're always still just like, yeah, they're still being just flamboyant as they can be. Okay. 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 Thank you for listening to the first of the two bio <laughs> Bioshock episodes. <laughs> yeah, the first of our Shockiverse uh, episodes. Because <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll play Honestly, Bioshock later. We should have done System Shock 2 and Bioshock all in a row. Honestly, from the listener's perspective, Bioshock will be like a year from now, probably. <laughs> yeah. And from ours, honestly. You, God. It's going to be a year. If it's a year from for us, it'll be 10 years for them. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be doing this season for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we're only releasing one episode a year now. <laughs> <laughs> the annual release. But we're still we recording have the next... like two episodes at a time. Yeah, two like two episodes every week or two, yeah. <laughs> and then releasing it every year, and then we never have to worry about this again. Yeah, honestly, if we did that, we would be relatively close to the end of what we would need to retire. <laughs> like already, like without recording more episodes. Like, no, we only have like we'd only have the next like like five, six years, eight years, like ten, 10 years, years, fifteen. Yeah, we 20. could retire young. <laughs> <laughs> live out the profits of one podcast a year <laughs> we live lean <laughs> can we live off of zero income <laughs> can we live off of negative income <laughs> <laughs> the, the hosting yeah <laughs> yearly will cost significantly more than the nothing we make from a podcast yeah <laughs> uh, but it's you know retirement is you know it has its compromises yeah this is what the dystopia, uh, capitalist dystopia does to us. This is cyberpunk. This is what they want. This is what Roblox wants. They want us to make an episode about them. They want us to make a free episode about them. For nothing. That's we should, cyberpunk. We should make an episode about Roblox, and then we put it into a Roblox game and it only exists in Roblox. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yeah. Katie couldn't get onto Roblox to listen to that episode, <laughs> so our whole demographic would just miss that one. Yeah. Famously, chipmunks are banned from Roblox. <laughs> that is the weird one rule of Roblox. <laughs> Anyone can use it except for chipmunks. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye.